Welcome to the Agile Strategy Lab podcast, where we explore what it means to view your organization, your company, or your community through the lens of agility to create a strategy that works in a rapidly changing world. I'm Liz Nilsson, the Associate Director of the Lab at the University of North Alabama. Today's episode is number 35. The podcast has been on summer break for the past few weeks, and when you hear today's episode, you'll understand why. There are certain qualities or goals that always seem to be in creative tension with one another. In an economy, it's growth and sustainability. In a family, we might want our children to excel, but we also know that they need to struggle just enough to develop resiliency. Even in the arts, we see this seeming conundrum. The best authors use language in a way that requires us to think deeply about what they're saying, but if the prose is impenetrable, we're likely to just put the book away. James Joyce's Ulysses being a notable exception. I know someone in a reading group that's met monthly for two decades, still trying to piece it all together. In Agile Strategy, there's one of these tensions at the very heart of our work. How can we set our sights on big transformations while at the same time narrowing our focus to the small wins that will get us there in the end? In strategic doing, that very tension is summed up in one of the rules, the big easy. But the theme runs throughout the process. The vision of what's possible keeps us motivated, but the very granular action plans, updated every 30 days, keep us on track and build our collective capacity to work together. Over the last two weeks, a lab team made its way to Ecuador at the invitation of new Minister of Production and Trade Julio Prado. Back when he was a banking association executive and university professor, Julio attended a strategic doing training in the U.S., hoping to use the discipline to expand his understanding of how to grow clusters. He now has the opportunity to do that on a national scale. It's an enormous, audacious goal. It will take many, many, many small wins to get there. But particularly as Ecuador tries to climb out of the pandemic, there's a need for big, fast transformation across the economy. In this episode, the lab's director, Ed Morrison, talks with Julio at the end of our time there about how he sees our new collaboration enabling change in Ecuador, leaning into that tension to address both the big and the small simultaneously. And a note about the sound for this interview. Ed spoke with Julio in the foyer of an old Quito mansion turned into a hotel and restaurant. Here with uh, Julio. Julio Prado is uh, the new Minister of uh, Production and Trade in Ecuador, and uh, I've been posting a lot about Julio and uh, and how we met. We met three years ago, maybe? Three years ago, Three years ago, when you came to Purdue. Right. Anyway, so uh, at the invitation of Julio, we've got a team coming down here to to work on on, uh, strategic doing. And so I wanted to introduce to the rest of the practitioner community Julio, and and, uh, very happy to be here, Julio. It's been a great great time. So tell me a little bit more about why you thought strategic doing could help and and what your plan is to, uh, what our plan is to to distribute it across uh, the country. So... Well, well, thank you so much, Ed, for, for the interview and for, for being here in, in Quito and uh, as well in, in Guayaquil. Yeah. It's been a wonderful week. And, uh, well, first of all, I decided uh, when I, I met and I learned about strategic doing, 
it, I was a point in my life uh, in which I needed something new, right. something better to implement clusters. Really, I've right. been I've been teaching about cluster theory and cluster methods for the last uh, decade. Really. Yeah. Right. Uh, but one of the struggles that I found uh, with the method and uh, with Matt, Michael Porter's framework yeah. is that it's really good to analyze to diagnose mm -hmm. right. but it's not really good to implement yeah. so something that I came across with strategic doing is is that it really drives you towards action really. yeah. so that's what what we know so after I came back from from Purdue I started implementing uh, small workshops uh, with different small clusters in, in Quito and in Guayaquil and then I had the opportunity to be a minister after 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 two months yeah. and uh, well since two months two months, two months yeah. ago yeah and uh, now now the challenge is, is, is huge because right. um, I want to implement changes in the competitiveness land, landscape in Ecuador and innovation methods and everything that have not been available to, to the private sector in Ecuador. So that's why I came back to you and I said, now, now we have to do something together. Right. So can you share with us a little bit of your thinking about how do you design your staff is wonderful. I mean, they did, did an amazing job this past week. But how did you th even think about scaling strategic doing? in these two critical areas of Guayaquil and, and, uh, and Quito. Yeah. How did you even approach the problem? How did you think about it? Well, first of all, with the team, uh, before coming to office, uh, actually, in around April, yeah. uh, we thought that we needed something that was uh, very uh, teachable, mm -hmm. you know, a method that could be deliverable uh, really fast. Mm -hmm. Because if you need a PhD or a master to learn something, uh, then it's impossible to, right. to, to deliver that uh, at the national level. Right. And one of the biggest challenges that we had is that, okay, we're going to work with clusters and competitiveness and innovation in the medium and long term, but people here in Ecuador, probably all over the world maybe, but we are in a huge crisis. Right. And, and, and there's a productive shock here in Ecuador. So if I'm going to work towards the long term, I need some deliverables in the short, short term. term. And, uh, and I need to teach people how to react after the crisis, so the post-COVID uh, crisis that we have. Uh, so that's what, when we started to, to, to implement this task force, really. Uh, so uh, what we thought is that we needed to, to have this task force, uh, which is 50% public yeah. and 50% private, yeah. in order to have people from the private sector learning the method, learning the strategy doing, with the help and the companionship from uh, uh, our ministry right. and people right. inside the ministry so they can follow up and everything. But now, uh, I think the biggest challenge will be, of course, following up and everything. Uh, but at the beginning, I thought that people would, would be more aware and they would think that this is too academic and whatever. But now, the, you have seen the, the responses here in, in, in Quito and Guayaquil. People are really eager to continue and understand what I'm trying to do. When, when you approached us about how do we get a quick start program, of course, one of the challenges that we had was how do we think about this on our on our side? And we immediately went to the Puerto Rican example, which Liz has been the key person who helped us design that. And the idea of uh, of working with the University of Puerto Rico. Can you reflect a little bit about yeah. you know Ubaldo and and how do we teach this in Spanish and the experience yeah. that Ubaldo brought to the well, team? Well, I, I really think that uh, having Ubaldo here and the experience that they had in Puerto Rico is really important, especially for Latin America. Yeah, right. because sometimes probably include. Some of the examples that you have been using in the United States, uh, strategic doing, might seem too big for us. Yeah. So to, 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 uh, the challenge is too big. For example, uh, the thing that you have worked with with NASA right. or right. Uh, semiconductors or whatever, probably is for aerospace right. clusters. Aerospace. I, I think it's, it's too big too for big. us. Yeah. Uh, but having someone 
from Latin America, yeah. right? Uh, like Ubaldo in, in Puerto Rico. I think that that's really, really important. That was key to implementing strategic mm -hmm. doing in Ecuador. And the second thing is that, of course, the, bar the language barrier, yeah. that's, that's some, something that we, we, we were kind of worried uh, right. how, how people would react to that. But on the other hand, we brought uh, people from the private sector, the public sector, that could speak with you as right. well and, to, and could interact with the, with the methodology in English as in well. In English, exactly. So, right. But nevertheless, having uh, all the materials and, and all the, everything in Spanish is, is, very, is very helpful, yeah. Part of the things that we've talked to that Baldo about in our workshops is how did we make adjustments in our workshop to reflect cultural differences in Latin America. One of the aspects is using time a little bit more flexibly and the idea of participants being able to introduce themselves and spend a little bit more time in the front end of a workshop so that we don't just jam right through it. Um, so do you have any observations about the strategic doing methodology in Latin America? How, how might we use uh, different uh, approaches or different tools or different thinking about uh, about terms, maybe? Yeah. Uh, anyway, and any, any well, guidance? From what I've done here before yeah. coming, coming here and with different clusters, I would say that yes, uh, the part of the framing question and trying to understand what you're trying to build at the beginning, that's, that's something that I think in Latin America it's, it's very important, so yeah, yeah. trying to understand that. The other part that is, uh, really, really similar to other things that I've seen all over the world with strategic doing, is that people like to talk, they like yeah. to speak, <laughs> and they like to speak about their right. sectors right. and what and their individual interests. Mm -hmm. So that's the same. Right. And what we have really done here with the methodology is that, especially in Latin America, people like to talk a lot. Right. Right. And they, right. they don't, they don't go to, to, to the objective. And uh, so now with the methodology, what we have seen yesterday, the, yeah. the week before in Quito and Guayaquil, is that we can cut them and go specifically to, to what they have to, to do uh, with, the, with the method. And that's, I think that's transferable to any single country or culture in the world, right? Yeah, it fasc it's fascinating to me because I was teaching strategic doing in Mexico probably, I don't know, eight or nine years ago. And that's when we came up with the whole idea of the, the time buckets, the time, time constraints. Because again, people in Mexico were talking a lot and we weren't getting the work done. We were kind of wandering all over the place. So creating some constraints, one of the things we know in innovation is if you create some constraints, you actually become more creative. So that's an interesting aspect. Now tell me, as we conclude this, tell me a little bit more about where you see uh, Ecuador going. We've talked a lot about Ecuador potentially being a, a model for Latin America, the partnership with the uh, University of Puerto Rico so we can teach this uh, in Latin America. Well, to draw back a little bit to the to the broader context of Latin America, and tell me where you think we could go with this. Well, uh, we're really happy to to, to be uh, one of the, 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 the probably the second largest country in in, uh, in the world, probably uh, with most practitioners in, in yeah, yeah, well, doing now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now we have yeah. 55, 55 right, right, right. people that have been through the training, mm -hmm. um, and I think that this is something that could be really, really useful and helpful. Uh, all over Latin America. Um, so now that, that we have the, the materials and the, everything is teachable in right. Spanish, right. I think it's really easy to go down to any other country in Latin America. So for example, I would say that Colombia and Peru are definitely places in which uh, strategic doing would be really, really helpful. I actually have spoken with many of my colleagues in, that are working with clusters in those two countries, yeah. and they are eager to understand what we're trying to do because I told them, you know, this is what we're doing here in Ecuador. During one week, we already have 
22 different projects uh, using strategic doing and I say, oh, this is amazing, how are, are, are you going to do this? But on the other hand, I think they're also kind of uh, aware of, is this going to work yeah, in the long yeah, term? Right, so right. they're going to see us in Ecuador as an example uh, and trying to understand if it, this is transferable to other countries. Right. But I think it, it's uh, really, um, Ecuador can be uh, the tip of the point uh, yeah. in, in bringing forward strategy uh, to Latin America. What impresses me about Ecuador is, one, it's a big enough economy that it's complex enough. Yeah, I mean, 22 yeah. cl clusters. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not, you know, three or four. It's, yeah. it's a sophisticated economy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not too big. You know, it's not too big that we can't get started and do, do work together. So I'm, I'm very encouraged by the fact that, that it, you've taken a lead here and that you, you, that you want to do whatever you can to support what you're doing. Right. And you, you know, Ed, uh, the other thing about Ecuador at this moment, at this point in time, is that we have a government. I belong to that government, yeah, of course, uh, but a government that believes in private sector, but also believes in collaboration. Right, right, right. And uh, I think that's that's something that in Latin America is not very typical. So you are either from uh, public side or private side, right. but you don't collaborate. In the middle. In the middle, yeah, yeah in right, the middle. Right, right, right. That gray area in which in which collaboration really, really takes, takes place, right? Yeah. Uh, so I really think that many other countries in Latin America are going to be seeing and looking at uh, what's going on in Ecuador in terms of investment, competitiveness, and this agenda yeah. that we're moving forward in the ministry is going to be something probably as a benchmark in the yeah. future. But I think that that's actually an important dimension, not only in, in Latin America, but of course in the United States, we've been torn apart by ideology here where we put, we pit the business sector against the government sector and we try to try to push them one way or the other, right? And so here we've got the opportunity to demonstrate really how collaboration works between the market economy and the civic economy where we can actually create value quickly by working together. So it's exciting. Well, yes, I think one of the biggest challenges that we have in Latin America, probably all over the world, but right. especially right. in Latin America, is that we have been going through uh, political issues yeah. which, uh, uh, where uh, we, we don't trust each other. Yeah. So one of the main issues that I have been seeing in, in, in my job the last two months is that there's a trust issues between the government mm -hmm. and the private sector. Uh, there's trust issues among the private sector mm -hmm. and there's try, try, uh, all sorts of trust issues mm -hmm. all over the society. Mm -hmm. So I think this methodology could help us yeah. uh, to move forward and don't, don't, do not get stuck with the old problems and the old ways that we used to do this. Okay. Uh, so uh, those problems are the same all over Latin yeah, America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, Julio, thank you very much for your time. Uh, practitioners, you know, you, you can point to Julio and see a person who's taken strategic doing and actually applied it. Um, we're excited about it. We're going to be obviously engaged with this as we go. And uh, I want to thank you, Julio, for your time. I know you're very busy, so thank you very much. Yeah. No, thank you so much. And uh, well, I hope that in the future we will be a benchmark for what you do, and in, 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 in we will see soon. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thank Great. you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. You might ha have a whole country to transform, but the lab's tools can help you tackle complex challenges at any scale. Check out our website to learn more at agilestrategylab.org. You can also email us through the website. Just look for the Contact Us button. See you next time. <laughs>